Reviews, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for reviewing classic television shows, video games, and films. I'm your host, Matthew, and this is for season three, episode four Only Fools and Horses, the BBC classic British uh, TV series, um, up to season three. Uh, we're doing something slightly different where, um, so if you guys remember from season two, I went and watched what I thought was episode one and two, but somehow watched episode one and three. But anyway. Um, so basically what I did, um, I sort of accidentally raced ahead with the series, which shows that I like it quite a bit, and obviously we'll get onto that in a minute. Um, and then I sort of was getting near to the end of season three, and I was getting to where I was preparing, uh, Classic Review season three, and I thought, okay, if I, if I stop at the end of season three, and, uh, do a podcast for that, and sort of do a roundup of some stuff that's happened, uh, up to that point, um, that would kind of make sense as well. There's also a specific reason as to why season three is a bit more important, apparently, uh, and we'll um, get onto that in a bit. But Only Fools and Horses seasons one to three, um, this show is absolutely phenomenal. This show um, is like it's like a uh, what do you call that thing? It's like a snowball of comedy, where um, essentially most of the episodes. You'll have a situation where Del Boy is trying to... Uh, I'm laughing already because this show is so funny. This show is like really, really quite funny. Um, obviously. Uh, it'll be a situation where like Del Boy has cooked up some sort of scheme or some sort of deal where he'll be doing... I'm going to use paint jobs as an example. Because uh, that was one of the most recent episodes that I watched. Uh, which was uh, season 3 episode 7 I think. When they go and paint uh, Denzel's... Was his and his wife's house uh, as well. And it'll be this situation where like the person doesn't quite trust him that much. Or the person isn't 100% sure. And Del Boy basically has to... Uh, or Del, he has to basically convince the other person. Like, oh, I can do this and that for you. And um, just the, like the way he goes about telling these people he can do these jobs for them. And then... Uh, it will usually be a situation where Dale will say something to Rodney, like, um, in some sort of British term, when, um, like, oh, we can do this guy good and or something like that, or, like, uh, what happens quite a lot is when, you know, Rodney accidentally messes something up, so, like, when he burns the, uh, the kettle in that particular episode, and, um, he'll call him, like, a plonker or something like that, and that's just not something you'd hear an American say. Or maybe like French people or German people. That's a very British thing to to say. And what's quite interesting to me is if I compare this to Friends in a way. Because how I see things is like there's a lot of British sitcoms. There's not as... Sorry, there's a lot of uh, American sitcoms. And there doesn't seem to be quite so many British sitcoms. I mean in America as well you've got the whole like... They usually do 23 episode 20 minute seasons. And over here 
if you look at things like the in-betweeners you look at things like fools and horses and a bunch of other comedies over here um or maybe like the it crowd is another example at the most you'll have about 10 episodes or about six episodes in between has got about six episodes a season uh fools and horses has jumped between like eight and ten roughly or like seven for the season um and then the it crowd i think had about eight or ten for the season uh and it's very very it's just a lot lot shorter and also things like uh, the british version of the office with ricky gervais and that sort of stuff they'll tend to have a lot lot shorter seasons i mean even with our drama things like peaky blinders over here a very british show um it has six episodes a season an hour each and we tend to call them a series over here instead of seasons i still maintain that like let's say you've got five seasons of tv like a breaking bad your season one finale is not your series finale that's your season finale but anyway i'm kind of getting off track a bit um yeah we're comparing this to friends because i mean i'm currently watching friends at the moment as well <clears throat> um and it's interesting to see because in terms of my perspective on things friends is very much a classic american sitcom and uh falls and horses is the one that kind of stands toe-to-toe with it in in terms of british sitcom yes there's a lot less episodes of falls and horses but the quality is very very much still there so um again you just have the difference of american sitcoms tend to go on nine ten years with things like the office again um and british seasons that tend to go on for three to five maybe six seasons if if you're doing something different or whatever um and it's interesting to see because again like i said i'm kind of watching friends and uh falls and horses at the moment it's just so interesting to see like um the classic the sort of classic american terms that are used in the classic like british terms that are used um yeah it's 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 really really good in in the show that the way they sort of use that and everything um and even like not just like the British words that are used, but like the British culture, like pubs are a big kind of thing over here, and they were potentially even bigger sort of back when uh, Falls and Horses was being made and stuff. Um, but yeah, I would just like to praise the cast of this show as well. Um, let me go. Yeah, I would just like to praise the cast of this show for just putting on such an incredible performance. I do think that even though Nicholas Lindhurst amazing in this show, uh, Leonard Pierce, who plays the old, the uh, granddad amazing in this show this is something slightly above with david jason's performance where i think that's a a defining role for him and for like the industry that there's certain there's certain actors that you can point at and say like that was the definitive version of that character like a lot of people say oh christopher reeves is my superman and ben affleck or or um michael keen uh is it michael keen michael keaton um is like my definitive batman i do think that um if i'm to move into like reboots and revivals you could never reboot this show with with somebody else it just wouldn't work i know they did do the uh the rock and chip series which had uh james buckley i think he played the young dell boy i haven't actually seen that series for myself and it was supposed to be some sort of prequel to uh falls and horses as far as i remember i don't remember 100 percent that much about that show um and sure like nicholas lynhurst he's definitely the 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 definitive kind of rodney and that is like a defining role for him of course um but i just think that and it it helps with the way the character's written and what del boy does in the show like the way he's kind of the the leader of these to these these men or whatever or of his brother and of of his granddad um but like when he's coming up with the schemes and stuff and he's trying to talk his way through it with somebody 
um, like, oh, I'm not sure, Dell, that you could do this job. But like, like how he wormed his way in with this uh, paint job with um, with, uh, with with the guy in, in the episode and and his wife um, with Denzel and and his wife. Um, like, she wasn't sure about it at first. Like, he, she didn't even want them in the flat. And then you've got... I just love the twist in that episode specifically of... Um, Rodney thinks that he's killed this uh, this bird. A canary. Um, I mean, Grandad said it enough times in the shop. The canary that they think that they've killed. And then she's like, oh. You know, she comes back and she's like, what's up? And they're like, oh, what's up with your... Uh, <laughs> your... Uh, um canary and um she's like well when i came down this morning he was i thought he was dead and then they de- i love the way that some of the episodes end like that where it's this cliffhanger and you sort of know okay they're probably gonna get thrown out the flat or whatever um and then uh i mean that's not actually the end of the episode is it because they have this other deal that they end up getting into at the end um and uh yeah so and then they go back to the pub and then um What's it? Del Boy says like, oh, and we give you know we give you free um, canary as well. Like, I don't see, <laughs> I don't see the problem. Um, yeah, this show just has so much, so much strength in its in its casts, uh, chemistry and stuff. I know there's other characters, but they haven't really appeared very much yet. Uh, and then you've got like, because that was a very comedic, very very funny episode. And then you've got the one that follows after that, of course, uh, which is when um, their dad comes back and there's that potential mix up with the uh, blood donors or whatever or not the blood donors sorry the uh, blood types and like the AB and the A thing um and like you find out it was just his, his dad messing about with with the thing um and then he's trying to because he basically tried to use it to get Del Boy out of there in a way or, or like to outcast him or to call him the um I can't remember the term that he used in the episode but yeah, that was much more of a like. There's still some really, really funny stuff in the episode, but it's much more of a serious episode, and it does um, help with the like the through line of the plot because there's like a story here with fools and horses. You know that the dad walked out, the mum was left, and then the mum passed away, and their boy, their uh, boy was basically look, left to look after uh, Rodney at like a young age, um, and then like of course he has to go from one scheme to the next uh, to try and get money and stuff. Um, because was it? There's a thing about in the in the intro to the show about like no income tax, no VAT, about them not being on, I suppose like a payroll where they have to pay tax and stuff like that. Because they very much get cash in hand for a lot of their jobs and stuff uh, and that sort of thing. But um, yeah, there's just several scenes where again, even though Nicholas Lynhurst and Leonard Pierce are really <coughs> really really good in the show, um. As simple as this, David Jason distills a lot of scenes in the show, and he's just so good as it in this role. So that's great as well. Uh, let's take a break here. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes, and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. 
that's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment and then all you need to do is support us at the one dollar level tier that will get you access to all of the ad free podcasts that we've done in in the past and get you access to all the ad free podcasts in that month as well so it's a great way to support us on entertainment talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad free podcasts as always thank you very much for listening back to the show Alright, so you can find all the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org for uh, TV, video game and film coverage. We've got uh, several different podcasts for individual shows such as the DC shows, The Walking Dead uh, and many, many more. You can check our iTunes feeds page for that or check the categories on the website. Uh, We of course have our random gaming talk podcast which is where me and Robert uh, talk about what we've been playing, the news of that week and uh, any other video game related things including any feedback that we have, any questions, comments, thoughts ideas whatever about video games uh you can also of course email that stuff in to any of our shows or send us separate uh pop culture uh either personal questions as well for for q a stuff uh we course have our q a part one there might even be a part two by the time that this comes out as well um we're not really sure at the moment but um yeah we're hoping to make a part two soon and there might be one out before this episode comes out uh but you can email that stuff to matthew at entertainmenttalk.org uh twitter etalkuk there's a contact page and information in your show notes so look out for all that stuff and check out the content on entertainmenttalk.org which also includes obviously separate tv uh coverage and film reviews as well so look out for all that stuff on entertainmenttalk.org um Cool, so yeah, Fools and Horses, it's got a lot of strengths and um, I mean as a British person myself obviously I connect to it uh, even more as well, so um, that really kind of helps with certain things. I mean like I can watch Friends and still connect with like what's happening but there's things like 4th of July, Thanksgiving and all these other American kind of things that like obviously don't happen over here, so um, it'd be interesting if like if and when or how or whatever happens with Brexit, if certain shows, I mean, they're bound to catch on to that sort of thing. Um, because we're bound to have, I don't know how it will be celebrated, I suppose, over here, but we will have, like, a Brexit day, I suppose, like, the day that we leave the EU or whatever. Uh, it just reminds me of, you know, with 4th of July and with Thanksgiving, um, they'll probably find a way to put that into certain shows, but obviously that won't affect Forbes and Horses because it's all said and done. Something else I kind of wanted to talk about, Whenever I play the episodes on Now TV, which is where I'm watching the show, they have the whole box set. The uh, five seasons is about seven or eight episodes per season. I haven't checked the uh, fourth and fifth seasons yet. Um, it says episodes are regularly repeated on UK TV comedy, which is the logo that comes up. Um, like, you know, when you're, you're booting up something on Sky Atlantic or on HBO and it shows the logo, it shows the for, for the HBO thing. Uh, or on Sky Atlantic, the logo comes out, or whatever show you're watching something on, you'll usually get logos for certain things. I always get the uh, UK TV comedy logo, and it, it's got these little sliders for uh, Yesterday, Gold, and some other stuff. And I remember in the uh, episode 1 and 3 coverage that I did, coverage that I did in season 2, I said that... Um, you know, because uh, certain people like to rewatch stuff and that, and Only Fools and Horses is, is a big thing in the UK still, and uh, it is quite often shown on Yesterday and Gold and stuff like that. But I don't remember UK TV being like a proper thing. Um, so I don't know. So uh, it, it's not like where you have BBC and then they've got BBC One, Two, and Three. It sort of seems like that's what they tried to do with UK TV, but I'm not sure. So, um, what else do I want to talk about with this? Um, yeah, I mean, it's just a really, really fun show, and it is one of the things where 
this show somehow finds a way in a in well all of the episodes i've seen so far i mean i've probably seen episodes from season four and five but just don't remember them again this is my way of uh probably going through and watching certain things this show's got a very good way of um having this surprisingly realistic feel where let's say he goes to paint uh the, the guys go and paint denzel's flat and then they're not going to be doing that in the next episode so that's almost like a procedural but every now and then like um a character will come up to them often in the pub which is where they usually meet some of the other characters and stuff and like they'll talk to Dell or to rodney about previous jobs that have happened so like when uh was it the irish guy and they said about the paint and it was supposed to be white something and it was grey. And um, I don't specifically remember that being a previous episode. It might have been. Um, but uh, the guy that's like... Basically every now and then you'll get certain characters that go up to Del and Rodney. And, and sometimes Grandad and that. I mean you don't often see him out of the flat. so Because um, he's usually like watching the TV or whatever. You'll see on time. You'll sometimes will see characters come up and say like, "Oh, yeah," you know, like especially with like Trigger or something, like because he likes to sort of wind up Dell or whatever, and Dell tries to get on top of him and all that sort of thing. They tried to very much compete, uh, specifically like we saw in the uh, the uh, the betting episode, the gambling episode. I thought that was a brilliant episode as well. Um, you'll often see these characters come up to Dell and Rodney. And so I'll say like, oh, how did the job with so-and-so go? And then usually they'll say good or bad or whatever. And most of the time, the job doesn't go well, but sometimes it does. Um, so for, for example, like at the end of the seventh episode, the one that I've kept referencing, um, they go and talk to this other guy. I can't remember who it was. Someone that was, they met them in the pub. And then it was like, oh, I'll give you a certain amount of money or whatever if we if you let us do this paint job. And then the episode ends right there and he gives, <laughs> like what he always does, he gives already this look of like, hey, I've got this this job now sort of thing. Uh, and again, it's always really funny. So, um, yeah, the show manages to keep a sort of rough through line of that. Um, and the, the the guys themselves reference things like, oh, is this going to be, like when Dell says, oh, Rodney, we got this job and this and that. And like when uh, Rodney's sort of obviously sceptical because you have a right to be sceptical of Dale and the things that he gets up to. Um, and they'll often have this thing where like, oh, we got this we got, we got this job, Rodney, and it's going to be a right, like, we're going to give it a right. Well, there's some sort of British term that he'll use and, uh, you know, Rodney will kind of be like, is this going to be like the time where we painted someone's flat or did up someone's car or whatever or tried to sell um like the catastrophe that was the uh when he tried to sell the car parts or the car engines i think that was in season one <coughs> when that happened and uh rodney was trying to go at it alone like with the, the business alone with this other one of his other friends um but they was kind of come back to each other in the end i suppose and uh yeah it's it's just great it's really absolutely phenomenal so um i mean in terms of british shows off the top of my head right now i mean i know i'm in here talking about falls and horses i can't think of a show that's been more consistent this is almost kind of like the british breaking bad in terms of pacing and that's i uh, maybe you're new here to, to our podcast or whatever but for me personally that's quite high praise because uh, I, as i've said before i think breaking bad is the best thing that i've seen and one of the reasons of that for that is its consistency and its pace and it doesn't really slow down it had an end game it went through with it and um vince gilligan or gillian i think it's gilligan just didn't slow down i mean there's certain moments where you slow down for character moments and stuff like that 
<coughs> it wasn't like full on uh, pushing through with the story. It wasn't like rushed. It was at a really good pace. Fools and Horses kind of feels like that in terms of, uh, and again, it's different in both ways. <coughs> it's a comedy. It's a British show. It's very different to Breaking Bad, but it feels like in terms of the pacing and the consistency, which is interesting because Breaking Bad has the through line, obviously, of Walter White gets the cancer, has to get the money. And although they're trying to get money in this show, there isn't really a through line and an end game as such with um, Fools and Horses. But yeah, if you're new here or you haven't heard me talk about Breaking Bad before, for me that's some quite high praise to compare it to. Well, to compare it to the, what I've just said is the best show I, I think that I've seen. So um, yeah, it's it's really quite phenomenal. So um, yeah, what else do I want to talk about? Oh yeah, there's one other episode that I want to talk about, which is uh, I think it was in season two when... Excuse me. And when um they're doing, they've gone to that really posh house. I can't remember why. Oh yeah, that woman had broken down on the street, uh, near to when one of these they were selling these gnomes or something. I mean, God knows what Del was probably up to. <laughs> but um, they were doing that. They saw this woman who was like broken down on the road. Her car had broken down, and uh, they offered to give her a lift back to her like mansion, palace, whatever it was. I don't think it was a palace. Some sort of mansion of of some kind. And they offered, they said, oh, do you want to come in for like a cup of tea or whatever? And they thought that, like, Del thought, like, oh, we can get something out of this sort of thing. Not in a villainous kind of way. It's really quite surprising how, like, Rod, uh, not Rodney, Del tries to set these things up. And not to screw people over. He's not a bad character. He's trying to basically live uh, job by job and not be, like, on the tax payroll or whatever. Um... But he doesn't do it in a villainous way at all, and there's a way that you could probably, if you wanted these characters to be these characters to be more sort of villainous in that, you could have probably set that up that way. But they didn't decide to do that. But he's like, oh, we can maybe like get something out of this. We've helped this woman. What can we sort of get out of this? Um, and then they have to, I think it's clean one of these chandeliers or something, and then <laughs> get Grandad to come in with uh, um, the tools to take. They had to unbolt it from like the floor above or something they have to take like part of the floor panels off or something like that and like unbolt it from the top and uh the guys were there uh rodney and dell were there with like this massive bag thing uh, and they were ready to catch it and uh and uh granddad and end up un ends up unscrewing the wrong one it smashes on the floor of course this thing's made out of glass or whatever uh, with all the lights and everything on it, it smashes on the floor, and then the granddad comes back down. He says, "Oh, Del Boy, did you like catch it, or whatever?" And then <laughs> Del Boy is just like, "No, you punker, because you or whatever he says to him. No, you Wally, because like you unscrewed the wrong one." And then these, um, I think like these housemaids or something come by. Oh, it was absolutely hilarious. And then they come by, and they were like, "Oh, this thing's on the floor. It's smashed a bit. It's what we're gonna do." And then they just run out of there. So, because otherwise they would have been in massive trouble and stuff. That, oh, that was such a funny episode. Um, yeah, so yeah, really, really phenomenal series. I really enjoyed it. And hey, I've still got two seasons left. I I think there's some Christmas specials as well. I'm not sure how to access them. I don't think that they're on the uh, Falls and Horses box set. Which they should be. They might be on there. I haven't, I haven't checked season four and five. So maybe they're tacked on at the end of season five. I'm not sure. So... Um, yeah, I can't wait to, I can't wait to see what the boys get up to next and what schemes they try and do. Uh, and again, you could have so easily made these guys villainous characters with like schemes and all these sorts of things because some of the characters these people try and, these guys try and do stuff with, like, w- like with the episode three, which I thought was episode two, 
with the uh, was it the Indian guys they completely screwed over Delwyn Delwyn Rodney, and you could have had Del and Rodney be those types of characters, but they just weren't. So, um, yeah, it's it's really really brilliant. So I can't wait to watch the rest of it. And I think what I'll probably do is finish the series and do another podcast. It, it depends what I'm doing when I when I finish season four. But um, yeah, let me know what you guys think of Falls and Noses. Have you seen the whole series? Would you remember of it uh, and all that sort of thing? And uh, let me know what you think. So um, yeah, Matthew and I already, I already said how you, can, how you can send in all the feedback. So uh, yeah, we got two episodes left of Classic Reviews, episode five and six. Of course, you'll find out uh, in the next two weeks what those episodes will be. But that's me uh, talking about Falls and Horses for up to season three. Uh, I'm sure I missed some stuff, but again, if you guys want to write in, remind me of some stuff that happens or talk about specific things that can happen, I'll include it in the next Falls and Horses podcast. So I don't know when that will be, roughly. It might be a little bit of time, uh, but we'll wait and see what happens. But you can find all the content that we got, of course, on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, uh, we're on Patreon. We have an Amazon affiliate link. Uh, you can shop on Amazon, we'll get a small cut of what you spend, it won't cost you extra. Uh, what's the other thing? Uh, iTunes feeds, please rate, review and subscribe to those. Subscribe so you get the episodes, and if you don't want to review the feed, you can simply rate it as well. Uh, scroll down, click on the star rating, it will get sent to iTunes and I'll continue to check it. Uh, word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. Uh, share them on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter, and if you're allowed to, put them in different Facebook groups. That's uh, really important ways of, uh, of of helping us out, helping us grow. We're doing really, really well for, um, well, I'm actually recording this in July. So it, this podcast won't affect July because it will be coming out in December. Uh, it's just because I've got the production time at the moment. And as I explained in yeah in the Season 3 information thing, uh, I'm using the Better Console time, what would have been the Better Console production time, uh, to record this season. So, anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, video games. If you want to watch me, Robert David play different video games. Me and David stream on Twitch. Robert streams on Mixer. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye. Hey guys, so I realised I forgot to talk about uh, our new sort of segment or feature sort of thing for classic reviews, which is if you took the product of so the TV show, the video game, or the film that we are covering at that point, which for this episode is Fools and Horses. Uh, if you erased it from when it was released, so the 80s and 90s, whenever these things come out, and uh, did it did the exact same show or TV, did the exact same show, film or game today, but used uh, you know modern technology to make these things look a bit newer. Uh, like most of these things hold up, but um, uh, you know what it would look like with modern day technology and stuff. I think only fours and horses would basically follow the same. Uh, thing of Back to the Future 3 because in our Back to the Future 3 podcast I talked about it in there one of the things I said would be um, it applied more to Back to the Future 3 but like how Stranger Things is like a modern day throwback to the 80s and um, you know they had a thing in there with season 3 to do with uh, (coughs) certain things as well certain throwback I don't want to spoil the specific uh, thing that they throw back to but um, you know it's from the 80s and it does do some uh, easter eggs and some throwbacks to some 80s stuff and uh, it works quite well with doing that. I think the same thing would apply again with Falls and Horses, where even though there's not so many like pop culture references, again because it's not because it's not a modern day thing that ties back into um, the eighties. Um, I do still think it would work as like an interesting throwback to that kind of time. So if you if you made Falls and Horses 
with um you know modern technology and released it in 2019 like released the first season or whatever i still still think it'd be like a bit of a nostalgia kind of thing back to the 80s and 90s and whatever um and i still think it would it would just work pretty well and i do think it's kind of as simple as that but like i said in terms of a reboot or a remake uh the same thing again applies with <clears throat> back to the future 3 where you could not reboot either of those things. The cast, you just you just couldn't replace those as a, in those roles. Uh, they're too too sort of definitive and all that kind of stuff. So, and I don't think with either of them you could put in like new characters. So if you had the same thing with like somebody that was like Del Boy or like Rodney, but they weren't those characters, they were new characters. I just I just don't think it would work. And I do still think that you know with both Back to the Future Three and with um with uh fours and horses um still works with with both characters still works phenomenally well with with the both sets of characters uh with the back to the future three characters and the uh fours and horses one so yeah i forgot to record this bit for that but i just thought that i'd put it uh <coughs> put it on the end here so uh again thanks for listening and thanks for listening to the podcast so i'll see you next time goodbye